Welcome to episode number 14 of the Inspirational Life Coaching Podcast with me as Laura. Well, this is the third podcast in a series I've been doing on supporting you during this incredible time that we are all experiencing around the coronavirus. In the first of the series, I talked some simple wellness tips that you could do to just help yourself stay healthy and stay vibrant through this incredibly stressful period. In my last episode, I shared some grounding tips, how to help you get out of your head if you're stuck up there, which I'm guessing you are. Any kind of incredible stress is definitely going to do that for us. In this episode, I wanted to share some tips and tricks for those of you who are learning how to work from home for the first time. Now, I've been a work-at-home mom for almost 15 years, and it's not just a hobby. My income actually supports our family, and my husband has an outside job that's a little bit of our income, but mine is actually the primary source of income. And I have run our household, done the cooking, taking care of the kids, and homeschooled along the way. And I wanted to share some of the things that I have learned about working from home. Now, the first thing I want to emphasize, and I think this is a really important point, is to not expect life to look the same way. I think often we are looking how to get back to our regular schedule and the way it's always been. And I know I've been hearing a lot of people talk about finding your new normal, and that is really important because we don't know how long this is going to last, and we want to continue living and not waiting for to, to you know for the other side, if you will. And so. Definitely think of this as you're finding your new normal. I remember when my kids were born, so much changed, right? I mean, everything does. But before they were born, I spent between three and up to five hours a day on my personal care. I worked out, I did cardio, I lifted weights, I also had my yoga practice, I had a pretty extensive meditation practice that was often twice a day, I did pranayama or breathing exercises every day, I was all about fitness and wellness and taking care of myself. And I remember when my daughter was born, probably for the first two years, I didn't really get back to that were in you know any kind of that self-care that I was doing because I was waiting to get back to doing three to five hours a day. That's what I expected it to look like. And you know, if you're sitting there with kids, you're probably chuckling because that's not gonna happen for a very long time. And what I realized when I had that awakening, because I thought, you know, why am I not working out? And I thought, oh my gosh, because I'm waiting to have two hours or three hours in order to do it. And I realized I needed to find my new normal. And that was actually when I realized, you know, if I just sit on the bike and on the stationary bike and I spin for 10 minutes, I feel so much better. And that can make a difference. So little things can make a difference. And that's really important when you start to work from home, especially if you have kiddos, is to start using those tiny pockets of time. That's not even one of your tips yet. I haven't gotten to your tips yet. But the first thing I want you to remember is you are looking for your new equilibrium. We don't know how long this is going to last. We don't want to be waiting to do things and to to create our life, to live our life until after it's done because we might be waiting a long time. 
find your new equilibrium, find how you can fit the things in that you want to fit in to your life now. Now, I also want to encourage you to check out my pay what you can online yoga classes. So this is my, I was going to say my attempt, my offering to the world to help support everybody. So I've got lower, definitely low cost. The, the lower lowest tier is a very affordable tier that gets you all the classes I'm going to teach during the month. That, and so take advantage of it if you need to have support. Let me support you during this time. Now, if you have a little bit more and can support me, then pay for one of the higher tiers. And the higher tiers are going to get a special workshop every month as a special thank you from me and maybe other things as we go along. We'll see how it goes. But I would love for you to to check that out. The link is in the show notes and it is the sponsor. So you're going to hear about it a little bit more in a moment. Um, all the ways that I can share yoga with you are, are, is our sponsor for today's show. Now, remember, you can find links in the show notes. You can also go to lauraerdmanlentz.com forward slash podcast, and I have the links to all of my shows and all of the links to all of the things that I might mention in the podcast. So without further ado, let's get into this. Welcome to Inspirational Life Coaching with me, Laura Erdman-Lentz. I want to inspire you to step into your extraordinary life, that life that is deeply fulfilling, full of purpose, and vibrantly joyful for you, whatever that is for you. In each show, I share knowledge and time-tested techniques that have helped hundreds of clients live more satisfying lives over 30 years of coaching. Without further ado, let's get started. All right, let's hop right into the list of seven tips that I have for you. Now, this is far from exhaustive. It's what I thought of when I sat down um, to put a list together for the show. I'm sure there are other things. If you have other things you want to add, please feel free to let me know online. I will share with everybody. So, and these are also not in any particular order. And I certainly don't do them religiously every single day. But in general, I like to follow these every day because it does help me be productive at home and to not allow work to take over. I think that's one of the biggest challenges, at least for me, for working at home. And I think it can go either way. But for me, I can just work all day long and into the evening and wake up early and start again. And I know others might find it hard to get to work. They'd rather be puttering around in their house. It in many ways, is so much easier to go to a job and have a desk there and be worked nine to five and then come home and then have home life. Separation can be tricky. So some of these seven tips will help you with that separation. Okay. Tip number one, get dressed every day. I know that sounds funny, doesn't it? But it's so easy to stay in your PJs. And I'm loving some of the memes coming across on Facebook where I think one of them was, what is the rule around PJs? When you spend the day in the PJs, do you still wear them that night or do you change into a fresh pair? What do you do? Get dressed. And I definitely recommend get dressed in nicer clothes. You don't have to use your usual work clothes, but not sweatpants. Get dressed in something that helps you feel professional and feel good and not just from the waist up. You know what I'm talking about here. And put your makeup on or do your hair or whatever it is you do to help you feel polished and finished. And I know that's different for everyone, so do whatever it is you need to do. 
Number two, have office hours and get clear when you're working and when you're not working. Now, if I'm being honest, this is the hardest one for me out of all of them. This one is really tricky, but it's really important, especially if you have kiddos, so they know when it is that you're working, especially older kiddos. Of course, little ones are going to need you in a different way, but older ones who can respect work hours, I kind of laugh. I have a 16-year-old and a 19-year-old, and they have a hard time respecting my work hours, so that is a little tricky, and I totally get it. But if you have non-interrupt times, that will help you if that's possible with your kids. And also for you, know when you start, know when you end so that work doesn't bleed into the rest of your life and you can still have home life that's outside of your work. Number three. Now, this one goes along with that. If it's at all possible for you to have a workspace that's separate from life, meets fabulous if you can actually have an office where you do your work and then you can leave and shut the door and it's not part of your home life. That is awesome if that's possible for you. You would laugh if you knew what my life is like. I work at the dining room table. Right now, I actually have this little coffee table that I'm sitting in front of on a yoga block to do my podcast. I do not have a desk in my home. I had an office. I gave it to my son so he could have his own bedroom. He was sharing with his sister when they were little. So I gave it to him when he was seven or eight. So I don't have an office any longer. I do not have a desk. And my life is very mobile. I work in my bedroom a lot and at the dining room table, as I mentioned. So that one is a tricky one for me, but I'm telling you, if I had an office, I would utilize it. It would make life so much easier to keep my work separate from personal life. So if you have a workspace, keep a workspace. All right, now let's talk a little bit more about self-care through all of this. Number four is exercise. Make sure you create time for some kind of exercise, whatever feels good for you to get up from your desk, to walk, to stretch. I have desk stretches on my YouTube channel. I've got three or four of those videos you can do sitting right at your desk. Go for a walk if you can, and I'm telling you that's number five, and that's to get fresh air. So getting fresh air, exercise, moving around during your day, actually schedule it in is really important, especially now during our self-isolation times because you want to be able to get out of your house, and there is very little we can do outside of our house right now, right? Get out, go for a walk. I highly recommend using that time to have some social interaction. I've been calling a friend and we chat as we walk and that is fabulous. I really love to do that. So it's a little connecting, fresh air, exercise. It's like a threefer for you. All right, number six is take breaks. So that goes along with the exercise, but also take other kinds of breaks. So when you're working in an office, you get interrupted more. As far as I understand, (laughs) I haven't worked in an office. Oh, here's confession time. I have had a regular job for three months out of my entire professional career. Three months. That's it. So wrap your head around that. So, and take my my suggestions with a grain of salt here. But from what I understand, we get interrupted at work and it can be a good thing because it gives you breaks. 
getting up to go to the bathroom might be a bit of a walk at work, whereas it's just around the corner in your house or getting a glass of water or a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. So make sure you're scheduling in 10 minute breaks. Your brain actually cycles down every 90 to 120 minutes, meaning you have really good focus. Your focus comes from the part of your brain called your prefrontal cortex, and that has a limited amount of energy. So your brain cycles down when that energy runs out. And if you just take a 10-minute break, it can refuel itself. If you don't take a 10-minute break, then you actually step into the stress response in order to keep working. So if you ever notice you get to a wall where you just can't focus anymore and you're like, why is this so hard? Your prefrontal cortex has run out of energy. Take a break. Even better, get some fresh air. That's really great for replenishing. And then get back to it. Number seven. Okay, this is a tip for if you have kiddos. Do smaller work shifts. Now, get them involved in something and then get a little something done. Now, this has, I already talked a little bit about this when I started this whole podcast and talking about the little snippets of time and to realize you can actually get stuff done in little snippets of time. You know how I said I I wanted to have three to five hours in order to have any kind of workout when I really just needed 10 minutes? That's something I want you to consider. Often we feel like this project is so big, I need to have a five-hour time window in order to get it done. Start thinking, you know, what could I do in 15 minutes? What could I do in 30 minutes? If the kids are involved in something, what can I do in this amount of time? And you'll be amazed. You can find things, especially when you start to think in terms of 15-minute increments. It's really powerful. So you can even write them down. This is what I can do in 15 minutes. This is what I can do in 10 minutes. This is what I can do when I have an hour. And you will be amazingly productive. And in fact, often I find when I'm thinking in those terms, I get more done than when I have a six or seven hour brand, you know, open space of time. I tend to fill it with something that could have taken me an hour if I only had an hour of time. Okay, so there's your list. I encourage you to incorporate as many of these seven tips as you can and really rock out your home life. Now, let me know if there's anything, if you have any questions around this or if there's anything I can do to support you, I would love to create a podcast around whatever it is that you need or simply answer your question on on a podcast. So you can actually leave me a voicemail through a link in my show notes. So go ahead and check that out. There's a link that says send Laura voicemail, or you can message me, DM me through Instagram or Facebook. I am on those frequently. So feel free to leave me a message there and I will do my best to answer your question for you. So one last thought before I end, take a deep breath. We are in unprecedented, unchartered waters. Be safe, be smart, know that we totally can get through this. We can. And use this time as a way to just break up the monotony and to shake up your life a little bit. Let it be as positive as you can. I kind of chuckle even saying that, but it's true. You know, for, for us, 
we have our kids at home. Our daughter had left for college. She wasn't planning to come home for the summer. And all of a sudden we have her for six months and we didn't know we were going to have her at home. And it's just such a gift to have this time with her. And I encourage you to find the gift in all of this because otherwise we can just sink into the challenge of it all. So see the light, find the silver lining, and let me know if I can support you. Thanks for joining me and take care. It's time for our wellness tip. In each podcast, I will be sharing with you a simple wellness tip you can easily incorporate into your life to feel better. If you have tips or tricks you have questions around or you want me to talk about, leave me a message. So for today's wellness tip, I want to share with you one of my very favorite oils that Young Living makes, and it comes in the starter kit, and it is Peppermint Vitality Oil. Oh my word. This is such an amazing oil, and it does so many things. It, well, I tell you what, I'm going to share with you all that you can do with one drop of peppermint oil. If you happen to have the oil already, I want to encourage you to pull it out so you can do this with me. If you don't, remember it, because when you get the oil, you're going to want to go through this. You'll be amazed. So all you're going to do is take a single drop into the palm of your hand, and then you're going to dip your pinky in that and swipe the roof of your mouth. Now, the reason I do it this way rather than dropping it in your mouth, which you can do, and a lot of people do, is it's a really strong oil. I am telling you, super strong. And I cannot put a whole drop in my mouth. And if you swipe it on the roof of your mouth and then just gently touch your tongue there a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, then it slowly incorporates the peppermint oil into your mouth. So you're going to go ahead and wipe your tongue across the roof of your mouth. So first of all, you've improved your breath. It's also going down into your gut and it's supporting your digestion. If you have ever used peppermint tea to support your digestion, now you got peppermint oil. And oils are far more concentrated than teas because a lot of the good stuff, if you will, the therapeutic aspects are dried and lost when the tea is prepared. So they're lost in the drying process. Whereas in an oil, they're concentrated. So one drop of peppermint oil has about the same therapeutic benefits as 26, 28 cups of peppermint tea. So you're supporting your digestion. Now you're also going to feel those fumes go up, right? They're going up into your sinuses, kind of hard to miss. And they're going to perk you up. This is why I'm sharing this with you on today's show because this is a great tool for working from home. It's a great tool for working from work too, but this one is particularly helpful for you for becoming more efficient because it's going to wake you up. It just, it goes up into the sinuses, opens them up. You begin to feel it stimulate the brain, that prefrontal cortex we were talking about a little bit ago. Now you've got extra in your hands. Go ahead and rub your hands together and you're just going to smell it. You're already smelling it, right? Doesn't that feel good? It's just yummy. Now you still have more on your hands. Go ahead and rub your shoulders. Just take one hand over to your opposite shoulder and then do the other side. Can you feel the cool penetrating oil? It's good, isn't it? Then you still have oil on your hands. Go ahead and rub it into your temples and across your forehead and down into your jaw. Now you might want to close your eyes. The fumes can be strong. They won't last. 
If it gets too hot on your skin, just use a carrier oil like olive oil or sesame oil, any kind of cooking food grade or vegetable oil to rub in. And just feel that. Doesn't that feel good? And then just take a breath. That was one drop. One drop of peppermint oil. It's the best. So if you want to find out more about how to get Young Living into your home, I would love to personally help you out. So let me know and we'll get you hooked up. Ready to take your family's wellness to the next level and begin to use Young Living essential oils and oil-infused products in your home? I would be honored to support you by helping you order a starter kit. You will receive a bevy of great products to get you started on your journey. You will also be joining my vibrant and fun team called Simply Serendipity, now hundreds of families strong, with educational tools, challenges, giveaways, and more. There is a link in the show notes to take you to my Young Living website to order your kit. Or if you want to learn more about essential oils, you can check out my free essential oil e-course at lauraerdmanluntz.com forward slash EO. The link is in the show notes as well. Now, if you want my support in taking the next step, please contact me. There is contact info in the show notes. I am so excited to support you as you embark on your Young Living lifestyle. Thank you for joining me. I would so appreciate your support for this podcast by taking a moment to leave a review for me wherever you listen to your podcasts. I promise to read each one. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with others. May you be inspired to live your extraordinary life because life is meant to be extraordinary. See you all next week. 